0: this episode of before the chorus is brought to you by lyrics for lunch are you feeling lost alone a dryness in your nether region try lyrics for lunch the lyrics for lunch podcast is a weekly show where hosts lindsay tucker and aviv rubenstein do a deep dive into the insane true stories behind your favorite songs and musicians Together, they've discovered that Hall & Oates' Rich Girl was inspired by the heir to a pancake fortune. Aerosmith's I Don't Want to Miss a Thing was written based off a TV soundbite of Barbara Streisand. And Who Let the Dogs Out is most likely proof of time travel. New episodes out every Friday. Check out Lyrics for Lunch wherever you get your podcasts. Before a song is released, a record is produced, or a chorus is written, the musicians that write them think a lot. They live a lot, and they feel a lot. Before the chorus dives into the stories and experiences that shape these artists and, ultimately, the music we hear. I'm your host, Sophia Leprechero, and this episode's guest is Lady Ray. Lady Ray is a solo artist based in Atlanta. She has had a long career in the world of R&B and hip hop and has experienced her fair share of highs and lows. Her latest record, "Piece of Me, offers raw insight into her life, career, faith, and the all-encompassing love she has for her daughter. One of the things that I love so much about this record is that it's very accepting of imperfection in a lot of aspects of life, particularly in love. Um, Would you say that that is fair?
1: I would say that it is fair because this album is really dedicated uh, to my my daughter, my husband and to my family, which whom love me the most. So I will I could definitely see that and say that for sure.
0: Yeah, there's a line actually in Through It All that I feel like really sums that up beautifully. And it's just kind of one of my favorite lines on the whole record, which is even though we fuss and fight, we don't always get it right. We're not even perfect friends. I hate when people love pretend.
1: Love pretend, yes. Love
0: pretend is just like perfect, perfect, perfect. You know, like. Oh, thank you. (laughs) That sort of concept of just again like people just pretending that love is all butterflies and rainbows and that there's no bad things there's no tough times it's like it's almost like even Mm. in the social media era we just get the sort of perfect outer version of love and no one really wants to talk about what it's actually like you know
1: yeah yeah I talk about it a lot I don't mind sharing you know ups and downs of my life my career my relationships uh my family I've actually it's like an open book this album piece of me is definitely an open book uh chapter out of my lady ray book yeah (laughs) for sure
0: i mean it really really shows it's it's super raw again even just that like you're very much pushing away the concept of of hiding things and also I feel like through it all really contrasts beautifully with the the song before it which is I do and the reason why is that to me I do almost whether it is or it isn't it'll ask for you to clarify this it has the feeling of a breakup song and yet it's literally being contrasted with the title of I do which is part of you know wedding vows it's like I thought you were going to stick with it like stick with me through the thick and thin and you're just kind of backing out of whatever this is
1: you know Yeah, basically, yeah, it's like a, it's just another chapter out of a situation or situations that I have or may have been in, uh, in the past. And I kind of just wanted to kind of talk about those things and address those things to my fans and peers and people that may have been, you know, going through some things uh, similar Uh, we as women we go through a lot and 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 I tell me and my husband we talk about it a lot and we we talk about our daughter because she's so feisty and she's only 3 and we always laugh and we say i we'll, we feel sorry for the young man because he's going to have whenever she starts dating because she's a gemini and um you know it's just it's just funny to just um the journey that i've been through in relationships and i thought that track and that total production that i've heard when i first heard the production i was like this this calls for some like uh past love situations and where i am now and i kind of just merged the two into into that beautiful song
0: yeah that makes a lot of sense because there definitely is i mean there's a huge element of contrast in i do and It's funny, the last episode that I did with Fauna Hughes, we talked a lot about the idea of almost like scrapbooking different experiences together and how they almost Mm -hmm. sort of like, you know, it doesn't have to be that each song is about one relationship or one story. It can sometimes be like, you know, multiple things sort of enmeshed into
1: each other. Oh, right. Yeah, that's exactly what that one was about yeah or mish
0: <laughs> there you go I mean it's a beautiful thing it's one of the the best things about creating art is that you can do that you know you can pull from anywhere and everywhere and you can pull from multiple places at the same time now right. there's another song that I felt had a very similar sentiment which is where were you because I mean at least it has a similar sentiment to you know that kind of first verse of I do where it's like I thought you were going to stick it stick around and you're like kind of backing out whereas like where were you is more the you know while you were early in your career and you hadn't found success yet, you know, some people just decide to bounce rather than sticking with you through the thick and thin of it. And now that you're finding success, they're like kind of trying to pop back in, you know, (laughs) it's like fake friends, fake lovers and so on and so forth. Right. You know,
1: I just felt like that was a platform. Um, I had just was fresh off of that BT episode, finding Nicole Ray and I had, uh, recorded that episode uh, in New York and uh, right after I'd done that I went right into the studio the day before I went home and I was just tired and kind of burnt out and just was like thinking of everything that I had been through talking about opening up those wounds and talking about you know not so necessarily talking about everything but just being in that element and being in that place of uh, memories and I, and I just heard the production that Leon uh, Michaels produced and I just was like this is a time I didn't know if it was going to make the album, but this is the one time that I feel like I can let go of everything that I've been feeling in, uh, in my whole career, ever since I kind of got started. And um, I just felt it felt like a, a lift was a weight was lifted off my shoulders when I recorded that song. And um, um yeah, so it felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. And I was just able to be able to talk about some things that I had been going through or mentally going through. And then the production was so amazing that I was just like, this is the perfect time. And I just remember back then, just like picking up the phone and, or just in in that situation, not hearing from anybody that I had, you know, kind of started out with. And it was a bit overwhelming. And I just, I kind of grew and and uh, started another journey, but those thoughts and those memories were always with me and I never was able to, you know, I share them with my family and my friends, but I was never able to share them with my fans and kind of talk about what emotionally that I was going through. And I felt like that particular song was the one to kind of unleash all of those feelings that I was going through at that time in my youth and in my, uh, uh, yeah, actually in my youth.
0: Yeah. And I mean, much like love isn't again, butterflies and rainbows, like searching for success, particularly in, you know, in music or in entertainment at large is it's a lot of trudging through the mud. And it's nice to see more and more people speaking openly about that fact rather than just kind of presenting this like glamorous latter half. It's like, see, everything's great now. Like I I'm touring and I'm famous and la la la. It's like, no, it's not It's not always that, you know? And it's nice to be open about that. Right. But yeah, um, but going back again, similarly to Where Are You, I very much like structure this to kind of follow a nice, cute little flow, you know, finding like the common themes throughout. So hopefully, hopefully I'm doing a good job with that. But-
1: um, You are, you are. (laughs) Oh my God, thank
0: you. Um, I wasn't like (laughs) at all fishing for a compliment. (laughs) No, but getting into the title track now, which is piece of me, it has again that same sort of feeling of like calling people out but this one it's more about cutting people out you know like people that are just kind of energy leeches but what I found interesting is I mean I know that's what the song was about but in the way that I read it and I don't know if this is fair or not and that's why I want to ask about it is there's almost a sense that like it's not quite compassion it's almost like you're kind of intentionally allowing or accepting that that person even as they leave your life is going to take a small piece of you um and I don't know if that's supposed to be that you know you just accept that you've like left a mark on each other's lives or what but there's just something in that like sort of vibe that I'm sensing and I'm wondering if there's anything there worth talking about if I'm if I'm oh,
1: absolutely absolutely I often I opened up that portal for them to kind of get a piece of me, go head on. And because that's at the end of the day, I feel like when you say energy leeches and energy people that want to, they want to have some sort of attachment. So that's why I opened up the, the portal and said, you can have a piece, but you can that that's the, the small little piece you can get. But after that, we're going to be done mm, okay. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, like you are, you, yeah, because that's what they want. You know, that's what those people they don't know that they're doing it and I find that very strange like a lot of people that I have dealt with in the past or in the future they don't know that they are attaching themselves and causing harm uh physical and mental harm to one and they have no clue they have no idea and 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 it seems like if you were to tell them they would like just unfold and just get hysterical and get out of line and out of pocket so i felt like that was the best way to kind of sing it and it's so crazy because um when i wrote that song i was pregnant and i had all these emotions I, I you know i was becoming a mom and i just had all these emotions that were just 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 coming from me i was very emotional and very sensitive and i just had a lot going on in my life and i also had friends that had a lot going on in their lives and i and i um I thought to myself when I heard like the the remarks and the feedback from the fans, it just blew me away because it was now becoming this relatable uh, uh, world message you know that a lot of people um, unfortunately were kind of feeling and going through at the same time that I was going through it if not they they've experienced it in somewhat shape form or fashion in their life and and when I was reading all the 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 feedback and and getting all the love from piece of me it just blew me away and I, I just knew that I was headed into a great direction with this album
0: awesome Yeah. And I can also imagine that, like, you know, just like any sort of pivotal moment in one's life, but particularly, I imagine, you know, knowing that you're about to become a mother, it really forces you to reassess a lot of things that are coming up in the future. Right. And specifically, again, like the people that are not doing you service, because whether, it be you know, just you're literally not going to have the energy to put up with that anymore because you've got a human being to raise. And also, you know, you want your daughter to see that, like, Mom doesn't put up with other people's
1: crap, you know? (laughs) Absolutely. And she knows that. She knows that for sure. It sounds like she uh, already
0: does. Like you've already kind of lit a fire in her, it seems.
1: Oh, yeah. She is. She's something else. Oh, my gosh. She is a blessing for sure.
0: Well, we are going to talk about her a little bit more shortly because obviously she is named in the album and the most (laughs) adorable way possible um, with her talking (laughs) on it. And it's so cute. But um, <laughs> kind of going back to what we were saying before, like you come across as someone who's found a lot of like forgiveness and compassion, because again, like you're j- just, well, yeah, forgiveness, compassion, and even acceptance, because again, you're talking about accepting, you know, the pain that comes with a relationship of, you know, while you're setting your boundaries still kind of and calling people out still saying like you know you can kind of right. have this little piece and stuff and you've obviously you know you've been in this industry for a while you're a human being who's lived through relationships and just life in general what allows you to continue to stay so accepting and kind of flow
1: through um i life? think wow i think for me as a uh at an early age i uh was uh In love with church and the meaning behind religion and church. And my mom and dad kind of grew us up in church. And I think that is the definite foundation that I always have had since I was about eight or nine that I can remember. That I know if you treat people good, you'll get good out of it. And I know a lot of times I treated people good and I still didn't get good out of it, but I learned a lesson and I learned to just go with the flow and to trust my judgment and just kind of like pull back, don't get too close, you know, don't get too close uh in situations especially with music I mean we meet uh, I meet a lot of people on the road and I meet uh I met a lot of people in my career i work worked with a lot of amazing people and I think in the beginning I was eager and naive and I would get so close and I would get burned and hurt but I know now I'll just kind of like step back and play my position and, and fall back and just be the humble person that I always was and I, I am definitely forgiving I can't see myself not forgiving someone and um giving them a second chance. Uh, that's just who I am. I was uh, at a gig the other night at the Peppermint Club. And this one fan, I talked to her after the show, and she would just stay near me and she was like, you are so nice. She just kept saying I was so nice. I guess she saw because I was like talking to everybody. I wouldn't let anybody go. And my mom used to tell me as a kid when I first got started, she was like, you will she told me I would miss my plane if it wasn't for you know signing autographs. Um, and she told me I would miss my plane and she said you have to you know consider yourself you know and so I think you know it, it definitely goes back rooted and grounded uh my church beliefs and and just doing good and, and, and putting good out there in the universe and getting good back that's just always with me
0: mm-hmm. and is all of that why thank you is on the album
1: Oh, for sure. That is definitely a humble uh, vow to my religion, to my family. My grandfather, he passed away about three or four years ago. My grandmother, my dad's mom and my great grandparents, they were definitely believers in good karma and going to church and and raising us kids up. Me, my cousins, all of us, my brothers and my sisters, we were all raised in church and we all loved each other and we still love each other and we have great memories of our, of our family. And, and yeah, I had to, I had to give something back and, and, and that was, that was giving back to uh, just the universe and God and, and, and giving thanks to my family, my friends and my, and my fans for sure.
0: Mm. Well, continuing sort of on the theme of religion, there's that reference to Psalms 11, 6 on beauty and the fire and Again, I know this is a little more of a heavier space than like faith as something that sort of lifts you up and helps keep you humble. It's more about, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like social injustice, particularly racial injustice. But right. what, what was it about that particular passage that you wanted to use in your in your record, particularly on that song?
1: Well actually my my dad found that passage um we called my dad in the middle of recording that song and I wanted him to be there cuz I wanted him to be to to sing with me my dad was an as- aspiring singer for many years that uh, his career never kind of took the shape that he wanted. And so I was able to take the torch um, and to keep going. And so for for him, I, I guess he just, we. I was telling him about the song and what it meant to me. And that's the passage that he chose. And I, you know what, now when I get home, I have to sit down and ask him why he chose Actually, that passage—that's a great question. Um, but for me, uh, when I wrote that song, I just was thinking about all the injustice and everything that was happening around me as a, uh, an adult and as a parent, and that's what I felt led to sing about. Um, when I saw the Aubrey case that happened uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, it just tore me apart, and I just felt like, um, what's happening? You know, I remember growing up, our parents like shielded us and protected us, and we just run outside and play we barely heard about anything that was happening, like violence and stuff like that. Um, so gr- like being an adult and seeing all this stuff and, and trying to shelter my own daughter, I just felt like the need to to bring my dad in and to him kind of bless this song. And that's what he was blessing, this actual song on the album, Beauty in the Fire by his presence. And I am so thankful and blessed because he had the beauty in his fire uh, and, and the beauty out of that fire in that situation for my dad and, and myself my dad was a struggling uh, addict for, for about 20 years. And I, and that was during the time that I had my success in, in the late 90s with Macy Elliott. And, and now he's just kind of, in 2009, he turned his back on all of that and, 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 and turned around and got clean. And he moved to Atlanta, Georgia. He just now retired. So that's the beauty in that fire for me, for my dad to, to just walk away from that, that crazy lifestyle and the drugs and the abuse and just to have him with me and he just retired. He's 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 doing great. He's remarried and he's vacationing all the time and I'm just so happy to see that that's the beauty that was in his fire and and just he just really blessed that song for us on that album for sure.
0: Yeah. And now he gets to be a grandpa.
1: Right. <laughs> he's an awesome grandpa. I
0: you you make him sound like he would be. Well, yeah. as as we're kind of already getting into something much more loving and light, um we have this like wonderful moment of respite on this record, which is under the sun. It's just, you know, amidst all of the sort of musings and like the important conversations that are happening on the rest of the record, it's just a moment to be like, we're just gonna sit here and we're gonna vibe for a minute, you know. Hmm.
1: So for sure, when I first when I first heard that, I just immediately went back to the early '90s when I was like in middle school, running around with my friends, going to the ice cream. I I love. The ice cream truck. I mean, every time we would hear that music on the we would run, we would have get changed from the house or, you know, oh my God, it was just amazing. And so I just thought, what would this be like if it was an adult, you know, because I'm an adult now and I'm not running, I may go to the ice cream truck, because there is one that comes in my neighborhood and it comes like all year round. And it's so weird. But I was like, what if, you know, I could just put the spin on it? Like, you know, the adults, we're having a good time. We're having a barbecue. We're having nice cocktails and enjoying one another in the nightlight and the summer, the summer breeze. And that's what I felt when I heard this particular production. And it was kind of chilly when we did this song. I think the summer was almost quite over. It was getting kind of cold. And I was like, I was just trying to hold on to, to that summer vibe. And every time I play that song live, I don't care what it is. Everybody just loves it. And it just takes us back to our childhood. And that's what really what I was trying to accomplish when I wrote that record.
0: Yeah. And we need that, you know, especially as adults, we just have a lot of stuff that we need to deal with. And sometimes we just need to be reminded, like, stop,
1: relax. Yeah. Do
0: what you need to breathe and like, remember why you're alive. Like as as dumb as it sounds, like even I tell a lot of friends that, you know, are like rooted in activism and stuff. It's like, you need to experience joy to remember what you're fighting for in the first place, you
1: know? Absolutely, absolutely, I agree.
0: So yeah, always come back and always resent center. And then probably the happiest song in the entire record is the one that I said we'd talk about, which is Melody, um, which, I mean, already, I love that her name, your daughter's name is Melody, because I would imagine that, you know, music was probably your first love in some way. And now this like other even greater love is carrying the name Melody. And I think that's just really sweet.
1: Greater, greater, greater love. Um, I tell everybody when we first started this album, I was was pregnant. (laughs) And so I flew to New York and I was so nervous because I'm usually free and I can, you know, drink and have a good time. And I was just nervous. I was like, I'm hoping that I'm able to bring the same, you know, cool energy onto this record, you know, with this baby in my belly. And I mean, and lo and behold, like everything that I wanted to say, everything that I wanted to do is because I had melody in my belly and she was giving me life and, and giving me security that I'm going to be okay. And she was just giving me that in my body. And I didn't even know it because of the songs that I was writing and how I felt, I just felt emotional. I felt happy. I felt sad. I felt like I wanted to just tell everybody that this beautiful, child is coming and and the way I was able to uh to broadcast that was to write these amazing songs that she allowed me to to do and Melody was actually one of them and and I did the album in three stages when I went to New York I was pregnant and then I had the baby I went back home and I had the baby and I had to go back to to New York and I was missing Melody and I wrote the song Storms and a couple of other storms and uh, a couple of other songs and then actually on the last leg Melody is three years old, and so we flew to New York and we brought Melody along, and so she got to meet Leon, his wife, his children, she got to play the drums in the studio, we got awesome footage, and, and so she was in a room when we was writing that song, and I was like, this, I, I remember Leon telling me of, of, a year ago, he was like, if you write a, a song about your child, it can't be cheesy, it's got to be amazing. And so, and and so, we have this song every night. I'm singing this song. Everybody gets teary-eyed when I'm talking to them at the merch table. They just love it. They just like you had me crying. They just love this song. And I'm like, I love my daughter. And I'm she just have been a blessing. And me, my whole family is life on on her other side of the family, her dad's side of the family. Everybody loves her. She's the only granddaughter, the only girl granddaughter on her dad's side of the family. And my mom and my dad and my brother and my sister. Everybody just they just oh, it's just great to have a child that is just so special at this time in my life. So yeah. I dedicate the whole album to Melody. yes.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm getting <laughs> emotional. It's going to make me think about my mom. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> oh, sweet girl. I can't. I also like I think it was because of her like little spoken, but I could just like imagine the two of you like looking up at stars together and right. You know, just enjoying like the beauty of like childhood curiosity where it's like, you know, the, the world hasn't messed with you yet and you just kind it of have it have these wide eyes and look up again at the stars and just be curious. And
1: and uh, I know, I know she it's just amazing to see uh life through her lens and it just takes me back and it makes and, and it's just it just makes my heart so much bigger and so much brighter. And I just I'm, I'm humble and I love people and and, and I and I go and I am going back to like a child state when I when I'm with my daughter and anytime I think of her and they said that in the Bible. You know, God favors the children. You know, and 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 it's amazing that I have a beautiful daughter. I want more children, but right now I'm going to just focus on the road. Yeah, and and just focus on her, and just you just protect her, and 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 just have fun with her. You know. Yeah, baby steps
0: for for your right. sake. Baby Don't overwhelm steps. yourself. Um, well, <laughs> right. kind of getting to the last little things here. I guess it was sort of just sort of the contrast between two songs that I was really curious about, which was games people play and joy and pain. Cause on one hand, you know, games people play can feel like it carries a little bit of regret you know, like the things that you wish you hadn't seen or hadn't lived through. And yet with joy and pain, it comes back to the whole concept of I'm just taking it all with me. And so what's the sort of relationship between those two songs?
1: um the relationship between those two songs are very similar a joy and well game people play is definitely a play on the past and relationships that shouldn't have you know went further or shouldn't have maybe existed but you kind of kind of had to go through it being a kid and being a teenager and joy and pain is just like the pains of having this the joy and the pains of having a loved one or 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 the relationship you know and I, and I tell people a lot of times uh we the music is kind of getting loud but um yeah it's just both of them are very similar uh to say the least and i just joy and pain is a really a take on frankie beverly and Maze, his joy and pain and i just took a spin on it and just made it mine and just had a little bit more fun with it and I'll put a little bit more swag on it but yeah both of those songs are very much familiar if that wraps it up
0: piece of me is available now wherever you normally get your music this podcast is hosted, edited, and produced by myself, Sophia Lobrecaro, and the artwork is by Meg Wilford.